Hey amigos, Alex here just to give you a little bit of info before we start this next episode. We had so much fun talking about this week's movie that we recorded for an entire hour and a half. So to make this episode a little more listenable, we broke it into two parts. Believe me, you don't want to miss part two dropping next week. But in the meantime, we hope you enjoy this first half of our discussion on The Three Musketeers. Welcome to the Not Guilty Podcast. This is the podcast where three friends talk about the movies we love, even though the world tells us not to. You could say that they're guilty pleasure movies. When Rotten Tomatoes gives a movie 10%, we are that 10%. This week, it's all for one and one for love. As we learn the secrets to winching in this 1993 Disney feature, The Three Musketeers, featuring Charlie Sheen and Chris O'Donnell. That is Welcome to the Not Guilty Podcast. This is Alex. This is Scott. This is Chris. <laughs> You're going to have to speak into that microphone a little bit, baby. And this is Chris. <laughs> got to step back off that microphone a little bit, baby. Oh, sorry. This is Chris. And today with us, we have our newest guest what? ever. Harrison. Harrison, what's up? Is that your name? Chicken butts. Chicken butts. <laughs> Classic. <Sorry. laughs> all right. That, that's a rough start. Going good. <clears throat> They're all rough starts. <laughs> We're ready for an easy start. Um, all right. Yeah. Our newest guest ever, Harrison. And uh, if you're a listener of the podcast, currently listening to this podcast, do us a favor and rate us on iTunes. I did. And it was <laughs> a great was experience. Such a good transition. Hold on, let me pull that up real quick. <laughs> yep, it, it's called iTunes. Uh, yes. Well, for those Android users out there, like at me, oh, go to uh, it's called Green Bubble over here. <laughs> go to uh, uh, SoundCloud. It's called Zoom Tunes. Yeah, go to ZoomTunes.net, and uh, uh, you're gonna have to go to the the uh, National Archives. And uh, download that sucker. All right, yeah, so Three Musketeers. This is a movie brought to you by Harrison, our guest for today. And Kyle, as per usual, would you mind giving us a little bit of the rundown on what this movie's about? Sure, I prefer to walk through it, if okay. that's all right. All right, uh-uh. cool. So, uh, yeah, we start out in the credits. And uh, first, well, Walt Disney first. Yeah. We got to <laughs> give an ode to Disney. And, and that's uh, a really big deal. It is. Okay, why, why is that a big deal? Because Walt Disney Because you wrote expect them. a little less from it. <laughs> you walk into it like, oh, okay, it's a Disney film. You, uh-huh. know? you don't walk into Ouch. it like, oh, this is a Nolan film. Yeah. It's like, it ain't no Nolan. So. Exactly. So this was made in 93. Uh-huh. And this was way before Pirates of the Caribbean. So as a 90s kid, Pirates this was of like, the Caribbean was going goo goo gaga. It was. <laughs> Yes, it was. I was. I was. I was nine years old. I was two. Oh, barf! 
Um, you guys are old. Yeah. You're a, old. I was born in 97, yeah. so... You yeah. were like a little twinkle in your mother's eye. I don't know if that's yep. the creepy, creepiest thing Slowly. I could have said. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, we start out with uh, an ode to Disney. And yeah. then we start out with some random uh, uh, names. We start out with the credits, which is... Little. Credits, wow. Yeah. This one's a loaded one. It's an attention grabber, let me tell you. Yeah. Now, at when I... When I first started watching this movie, I was watching it online. Uh, probably, well, it was it was legal, I would say. And, uh, <laughs> uh, it was legal. I thought uh, I, I thought it cut some of it out, so I was like, "Did I? I'm watching the ending right now." I was really confused. Um, turns out, I decided to actually buy it. So, boom. <laughs> You know, Bam, are you well we'll ask if you're happy with that purchase dodged. The, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry luckily, lawsuit hey, dodged luckily it was only two dollars which was its actual worth but anyway, um, uh, so yeah after watching the actual you know fully non uh non not illegal version uh you don't have to feel guilty about the way you watched this movie <laughs> like the elf. <laughs> no but uh so yeah after watching that i was like okay so this is supposed to happen uh-huh. um and then we because it it did a weird transition into like a scene and then it went back into credits yeah i was directed by yeah i was so confused i, was I like, thought it was kind of sick what the heck is going on what I, the f <laughs> but uh and so yeah we uh you know, we open up to uh, a priest in a weird boat, and uh, <laughs> at first I didn't, I actually didn't know he was a priest until like the end of the movie when he they will, actually he, He's a cardinal. Cardinal. Yeah, do you know why they called him a cardinal? Because he's wearing red. <laughs> His favorite color is red. Do all cardinals wear red? All right, who's yes. the most Catholic in this? Uh, Who room? knows the most about baseball? Wow. <laughs> cardinals are also a football team. <laughs> Are they red What's as well? Football. Yes, they they were. Oh, Arizona, you mean right? American what? rugby? Are they Arizona? Arizona <laughs> yes. Cardinal? Yeah. Uh, the only uh, the only sports I know is uh, Huey Lewis. But anyway, um, uh, good one. We uh, so yeah we uh, after like about midway through credits, we open up on a uh, cardinal on a boat just cool. tweeting away, cool. and then he kills a prisoner, a random dude, I guess. Actually, he doesn't kill him. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, <clears throat> but he says. Kill him. <laughs> but Patchy the pirate over here yeah. comes in and it's just like, you know. Patchy McScars. Yeah. And yeah. then, so after the opening credits, I don't really remember what happened. <laughs> what was the opening scene? I kind of forgot. Oh, it was the duel between D'Artagnan and Was, Ger- that, was Gerard. that it? Like right off the bat? Well, yeah, just like, like it's just, it cuts to him yeah. in a field. That was weird. One less mouth to feed. No, well, yeah. Well, that's at that the very top. Yeah. That's that the very was, top. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, the guy was a beggar. Yeah. All right, so to, we'll come back. We'll come back and give it a little bit of context. But Harrison, I think just you being our newest guest ever, um, should should give us a little bit of a rundown of why. <laughs> Let me take that back. We've already done a rundown. Let's go back and do a. <laughs> can you run through the opening can you, scene can of the you movie go, for us? Can you tell us a little bit about more about the credits? <laughs> you well, uh, you missed something very vital. There was a rat. There was like a shot of a rat and like some credits on the side. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so who cares? Was that, a Disney, <laughs> was that a Disney clue to Ratatouille? Maybe Disney Boom. clue. Even. So. Just a just a Steve Buscemi cameo. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, oh man. That's tough, man! Sorry, Steve. Jeez. I love you, Steve. 
<laughs> no, he's All great. Right, Harrison, tell us why you brought this movie to the film table. I love this movie because... I was a kid when I first watched it. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Yep. And Weren't we all? We didn't have Pirates of the Caribbean in the nineties. Nope. We didn't have sure didn't. swashbuckling cool things. We had Hook. We didn't have iPhones either. No. What else didn't we have in the nineties? It was a great time. I had Microsoft Golf. I played that on the computer a lot. What about the uh, pin- Oregon Trail? <sighs> yeah. Oregon Trail was great. Yeah, it was. We had that. I'm saying, what didn't we and have? We had, <laughs> well, maybe we could talk all day long about uh, stuff we had. Uh, Star Wars. We're talking about stuff we didn't. Ronald have. Reagan. We didn't, we had. Yeah. I said didn't. Oh, I guess we didn't. <laughs> he well, preceded the nineties. I mean, we still had him. He was just doing his own thing. He just wasn't around much. But Never we did have. That hey, guy. you guys didn't have podcasts, so that's true. You yeah. sure didn't. But we did have a gym. We had a gym, and that gym is called the Three Musketeers. We did what? Oh. A gym? I thought you meant like a working. I don't know. A gym as in like a sparkly thing. Got we it. had a jewel. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think you meant like a weightlifting gym. A gym. I was like, I'm pretty sure those have existed since you know before the '90s. Yeah, still a little bit before the '90s. Yeah. But, okay. Cool. So, I mean, uh, so this was just a, a movie, classic movie to you in your childhood. Yeah. It was a swashbuckling adventure. With All bad right. acting. So, like, is this a movie? Because some people, <laughs> some people keep these movies from nostalgia times. Mm-hmm. One movie that we talked about, Die Hard, for me was one that I watched when I was a kid growing up, and I just kind of kept revisiting every, you know, seven years or something like that. I'd sure. catch it and be like, "This movie's so cool." Mm-hmm. You so check the this- calendar. Seven years have gone by, and like, it's just time. <laughs> I just kept catching it. Mm-hmm. Probably one of those HBO. You kind of miss it. And it's like, I haven't seen that in a while. Let's watch it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is this the same for you? For a while it was. Because I remember when I was a kid watching it for the first time, I was like, well, that was pretty good. And my parents enjoyed it. So they bought it. And it was we had like a little folder of DVDs and it was always there. So I just throw it in and watch it. That being said, I have not seen this movie in the past 10 years. Okay. At least. Probably, it's been more than 10 but years. But you were like... This movie, yeah, yes. I thoroughly enjoy that movie. I remember watching it quite often, and I, I quote it all the time, yeah, because like the lines are so good. As yeah. you'll come to know, <laughs> all right, whoa, Chris, ugly, whoa, Chris, ugly. Can you give us a little bit of, of the rundown <laughs> of <laughs> lots of running going on in here? <laughs> There's a lot of rundowns. Can you give us a rundown of why this is not a uh gem to the critics? <clears throat> um, so. There wasn't really much of a consensus. I mean, what? like they just kind of said it wasn't very entertaining. <laughs> That's pretty much because hmm. there are only seven reviews on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. What's the tomato score? Thirty-one. Wow. And I don't even think it has a uh, consensus. Let me. Was that better? Not even an audi- audience score. Wasn't that better than The Village? That's that's the lowest we've done yet. Three Musketeers? Three Musketeers, yes. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Thanks so much, Harrison. Thanks to our special guest. Uh, I know one thing. There is one review on the back of the DVD case, and it says, Thumbs up by Siskel. (laughs) Just one thumbs up. (laughs) One thumbs up. Let's not go crazy over this. Ebert gave it a thumbs down, and he's like, oh, we got one of them. (laughs) Let's just keep it going. Yeah, so it literally just says no consensus yet. They haven't really had enough time. They need a little more. Uh, The audience score is 62%, though. It's literally twice that that's pretty awesome that's a pretty high uh tomato audience differential there um it has an average rating of 4.8 out of 10 um but there are eight fresh and 18 rounds so honestly it's hard to say how 
valid this uh, rating is because it's based on such a small um, pool of reviews. So you mean you're you're telling me that we might be the best place to find whether or not you should watch this movie? Oh boy! Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying that. Yes. Just say, listen, we almost have as many (laughs) reviews here at this table. As (laughs) As <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> I'll go find a couple more people. We'll really? go ahead and max it out. Uh, IMDb gives it six point four out of ten. So wow. those are rating, whoa the Ooh. user rater rate user rater rating raters <laughs> user rater rater. Um, I should point out it's eleven oh two currently. It, so get ready for that version of uh, Chris tonight. After, after dark. I guess to be fair, I'm mostly half asleep at all times. <laughs> I, actually, I actually have a question about Go this for, for all of you. Oh, okay. How many of you, not by a show of hands because they can't hear hands. They can read, hear hands. It sounds like this. <laughs> oh. So if you hear, how many of you hear, that's what, you'll, that's Whoa, what you can go careful. by. careful. You just got right by Chris's face just then. Oh, oh man. I'm so sorry. All right, here we go. Here, all right. All right, are we ready? Okay, show of hands. How many of you have read the book? By Alexander Dumas. Kind of. Okay, there's sure. there's a half of a hook. <laughs> okay, we have I one mean, half hook. I read I read it, um, and I think eighth or ninth grade for a book report. Yeah. And I tell you what, I read, <laughs> skimmed that thing. Okay, so I, I read it as well, and I read the first probably three quarters I, of it, and I'm like, I've already seen the movie, and it's well, pretty close. Isn't it? Really? But, I seem to recall there being quite a few things different, but then again, I don't remember anything about the books. So. Hey, let me ask you this. In the books, do they all have American accents? <laughs> yes, because I was reading an American accent. <laughs> in the book, I was did like, have, good day, governor. <laughs> in the book, did it have a... That's uh, a good American. Uh, I was not like, oh, I'm Finch. My name is D'Artagnan. No, Harrison, in the beginning of the book, did it have an ode to Walt Disney? Oh, I wish. He um, wrote it. Yeah. I wish I had the lyrics to the song. <laughs> so um, that, is a, that is a good point. So the good guys all have an American accent. The bad guys all have a British accent, just like the real France. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They're going to war with their own people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have some notes in this movie that I'm that that I as I'm going through it, I'm like, okay. I'm making some pretty bold assumptions as we go along. All right. So I'd like to state them, and then we'll answer whether or not they okay. came true or not. Sure. Yep. I I thought from from the moment I saw or heard Dar, D'Artagnan mm-hmm. is that his name? Dark his given D'Artagnan. Name? And D'Artagnan. You saw his face. D'Artagnan. Um, <laughs> as when I saw it, when I saw his face, and. And I I heard his accent. I thought maybe he was going to be from America, but they never addressed that. Well, Well, I want to come to his aid real quick. Well, they did. I was actually, I wrote that down as well. And then I started to realize, well, we know his past a bit because his father was a swordsmith. That was a musketeer. So so he was French. So he's not American. No. And this is the point where we haven't introduced anyone else in the movie. This is also the 16, this is the early 1600s as well. Where they all had American accents. In 1776 is <laughs> when, wait, yeah, it was. When the French accents really started coming exactly, in. Exactly, yes. Okay. Gotcha. I'm learning so much. Yeah. See, this this podcast has given me so much historical knowledge when you it know comes what? to French culture. And I want to see you rate this podcast right now. And if you're listening at home, go ahead and 
to hop all our on French up, listeners. Hop on over to uh, iTunes and give it a rating. Five stars. Uh, I would do about four and a half. Four and a half. <laughs> yeah. If you're feeling generous. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I was just say. As far as the accents go, it's it's uh it's excusable because that's what Hollywood does. Yeah. But man, Chris O'Donnell's um, delivery of these lines, oh, is, it's it, it's hard to ignore his American accent. So even as a kid, I remember I love the movie because of Athos, Porthos, and Aramis, the three Musketeers, because they they have a bunch of funny comic relief lines in there, and like delivery was decent. Yeah. But D'Artagnan, I never liked him, even as a kid. I, I, I didn't. didn't what do you mean? I didn't know why until he I was grew just up. like. What do you mean? He was like an annoying little kid. Yeah. That like would not well, leave you alone. Well, it's like they yeah. were trying to build him up to be uh, confident and it, like it was going to pay off, but he just he was just he, you know the whole like setting up three duels at once. It's like mm-hmm. I, which I Musketeer. I have a question about that actually because I started to realize something. Is, is he a bit of a Mary Sue? And then I found out that there's actually a male version called Gary Stew, in case you're curious. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. It's Adam and uh, Mary, not Adam and Larry. Well, it's not Adam and Steve. It's. But I, I, I wrote down I some of... Adam and Eve? What are we talking about? <laughs> so I wrote down I was... some of uh, D'Artagnan's quotes from the earlier part of uh-huh, the movie that please. I just hate, made me hate him. And it's like, <laughs> it's like he was starting a fight with everyone. It's like, you're not being very helpful. Yeah. Here's my proof. You in a hurry to die? Oh gosh. <laughs> oh. He was... And then like uh, Porthos, I believe, um, Oliver Platt. He's yeah. like arrogant, hot-tempered, and entirely too bold. I I was with him until that, and he's like, I like it. And that's <laughs> where he lost me. Well, I mean, he's he was a pirate. Yeah. So all right, that I is. Mean, I love I loved Porthos. I just so Oliver Platt. Really, yeah. What do you guys think about Oliver Platt? Because he's definitely the biggest character in the whole movie. He's the uh, best. I, I, he's character. not I the love biggest. Him in this. He's the second biggest, he, biggest because biggest. definitely the biggest. He was the biggest. Is Tim Curry. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if I needed a whole scene of him with just uh, us watching him kiss people. Yeah, yeah. that was There's was a, a, there's a couple of those scenes I didn't need. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of a lot of scenes I didn't need, including D'Artagnan's. Um, <laughs> so true. just to kind of go back a little bit where we are in the movie is we we've met Tim Curry he's kind of the first individual that we really get to know him and his henchman what's his what's his sidekick's name it's Captain something Fr- you know Rochefort Rochefort <laughs> oh I'm gonna read this real quick Rochefort yeah okay. how do you pronounce that dude's name is Rochefort alright Rochefort we're gonna call him Rochefort Roachfort, Captain Roachfort. They pronounced it, and I still didn't really get it. I only remember them uh, referring to him as Captain. He's like, uh, it's Smoke Val Kilmer. So, yes, <laughs> the, these, uh, this movie definitely with the names, they're kind of all said with a <laughs> like behind them. It's like, <laughs> it's all right, audience. We know you're never gonna remember these names. Well, yeah, and it's also because like. They're, they're, French. They're, they're French names with very American accents with going with them. Dart and Yon. Literally, the uh, the um, who's the blonde-haired person? Kiefer. No, no, no. The the woman that Constance. betrayed. Kiefer. No, it's it lady, was count- It's it Lady was De Winter. De Winter. Countess. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Lady the Winter. Yes. <laughs> like, come on. You can't think of a better name. Everyone else, like. All the women's names are Queen Anne, 
Well, it's to be fair, but, but these are all by a French guy. Is the book so, I mean, French? Yeah, well, it's written by a French guy. Is and it we can French get... or is it written by a French guy? And everything's. Uh, Actually, I don't know the answer to that question. What's the question? Was it? Were you asking? Was it originally written in French? Yeah. Is it a French writer writing the book in English, or is it a French book that was translated? No, it's a French. English? Well, I know for a fact Alexander Dumas was French. Okay. But I don't know if he wrote it in French and it was translated or something. Like, okay. I, don't, I don't know that. All right. Well, but, but to go back it's to... Not it, <laughs> it's, it's not our fault. It's not that fault. important. It's okay. It'll uh, be all right. But, but these people actually existed. The, we'll get into the history of it, it later. For real? All right. Well, yeah, we'll get there. Okay. So uh, we meet uh, Tim Curry at <laughs> the very beginning. And this is one bad dude. He kills this guy. And the moment you look at him... He's all in red. His mustache has horns. It does. Can I just say real quick, like as a kid, I also had a thing for capes. Uh. <laughs> just saying. And I, I loved his cape. Like there's a actually, That's a really, pretty cool cape. I, I like your cape, mister. <laughs> but there is a really Excuse cool me, shot. Sir? <laughs> if you were to die today. <laughs> Where'd your cape go? <laughs> Can I have uh, your cape? Anyway, okay, oh, inside right. jokes. <laughs> Anyways, there's Enjoy actually a really cool. Audience. There's a cool shot closer to the end, where it's above Tim Curry and he's walking and his cape is all like, Whoa. yeah. And I'm like, oh, what that cape? The Cardinal had to be played by Tim Curry. Just had to. Because the way he was written, it was like he does something evil, and then he has an evil, snappy one-liner after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone, <laughs> anyone else in that would have one less mouth to feed. And then he has a Sean he has a Conrad. great evil laugh through his teeth. Yeah, because he can laugh through his teeth somehow, and it he's kind of like a ventriloquist cool. when it comes evil laughs. of evil laughing. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so Vabos, Kupos, and Weenus, we meet those guys for D- D'Artagnan, and uh, <laughs> D'Artagnan is rough enough. The other names are just like no chance. Uh, but and uh, and we figure out um, we're. I'd say we're probably at this point about 20 minutes into the movie. One thing, uh, and we've met all the three musketeers through various... Within five minutes. Within <laughs> certain things. Uh, what we do know, it, there's a lot. It's kind of weird because there's a lot happening in this movie overall, but not a lot happening with the characters. Like mm-hmm. the behind-the-scenes stuff that's happening, with what what Tim Curry's character, the Cardinal's master plan... Where he has all the uh, the musketeers, he they all resign, which turn in their badges and their guns. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's like we're going to go to war, and I want most of our military force to disband. All right, thank you. Yeah. Also, that that, that uh, is all. I thought I missed something. Did you guys no. catch that I didn't plot quite. hole? There was a plot hole there. Which one? They put they <laughs> threw yeah. their capes in the fire, but mm-hmm. then later on during the movie, he well, redoes the all. Oh my capes, man. gosh. He re like he rehires them all and then they somehow pull all of their capes back out of hiding. I was well, like, it was their reserve capes. <laughs> You don't have reserve capes? Come on. Listen, pal, that ain't no reserve cape. Uh, we can say it is all day long. Yeah, but, but they're like they were pulling them out of like bales and, of hay. And <laughs> their swords, mind you. Yes. Where, they threw all of their swords on the ground. I was so confused by that. I yeah, didn't, I don't get that. There was either. a yeah, that was a big plot hole. It I was, like, was Wait, symbolic, what? guys. Don't think about it too much. Yes. Um, so they it's, resigned. It's a, it's a Disney movie. You can't. Think it's Disney. Movies. Don't expect too much. Okay? Especially in this time period, they they resigned their post. Uh, but D'Artagnan's just now back in town from wherever the heck he was before all this. I wanted to say America, but we never find out. And um, and uh, one thing 
he meets all he meets all the musketeers through various happenstances. The only three remaining musketeers. Uh, we we meet. Uh, who's the first one we meet? Jack Bauer. No, we meet. No. we meet Athos first when he's at like at the fire. Yeah, the fireplace. It's like Musketeer headquarters. Oh, it used what did he do to make him? Ma- no, oh him. Mm-hmm. That was interesting too because he bolts in there. Chris O'Donnell's character. He mm-hmm. he comes in there and he's like, "I'm looking for the Musketeers," and the place is obviously <laughs> yeah, like, ransacked, d- destroyed. Yeah. And there's one guy there just like looking super creepy, <laughs> like standing behind a or standing beside a fireplace, just like. Well, you're a little too late. <laughs> and naturally, D'Artagnan being his D-bag self, more like God. D-bag-tanian. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> the he joke goes, was so bad you forgot. Yeah, he goes in there and just like, all Kiefer Sutherland does is just like, yeah, they're not here anymore. And he's like, hey, where are they? <laughs> he gets, he really does. You're not being very helpful. <laughs> he gets so angry at nothing. I challenge you to a duet. <laughs> he doesn't seem angry. He just acts like he delivers a line of anger without being angry. Does that make any that's, sense? I guess that's why he's Robin in the movies because he, he never quite gets angry. I mean, he's angry, but it's always very cute. Mm-hmm. I want uh, a car. Key. I want a car. Who was, I want a car. <laughs> who was the main character I in these mo- in this movie? I couldn't. Well, it's towards... about. Dar- I guess it's D'Artagnan's journey. Wow. Of becoming a musketeer. Even, it didn't you know, even like continue on towards the end. There wasn't a main. It didn't follow a specific character. It like. I wish well, it, it wasn't D'Artagnan. It's like it's like the movie Crash. Really, <laughs> it's like multiple main characters. I mean, I, I don't want to fly it's through the movie. Story. I don't want to fly through the movie, but like it, it doesn't open with him, but it sort of does. Like the second yeah. scene is him dueling and then running away, and then we forgot to mention he meets Constance. Yeah. I don't know if that's gonna... oh oh yeah. What's Constance. your name? Oh, that's right. Constance. Oh, that was Constance, like, the and then heck? the Countess is. One, uh, wasn't one of his lines when he met her like, "Would that please you or something?" Well, oh, there was something some, like that. Yeah, there yeah. was. There was. They had a conversation, and his response was, would that please you? I was like, oh, gosh, shut yeah. up. Uh, let's ta- put that on the tally board of awful lines. <laughs> shut up, cheesy lines. <laughs> so there's one observation about this movie that I have that I wanted to see if you guys agreed with. There are, and it's just, it's like these adventure-type movies. Mm-hmm. There are bosses and mini-bosses. Yeah. So the first mini-boss <laughs> yes. that D'Artagnan encounters is Glass Joe. He's the guy with the blonde hair, you know, like the front man from the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who's, like, fighting for his sister's honor or oh, whatever. Oh, Gerard. The eighth Gerard. doctor. The what? The eighth do- he was the eighth doctor from Doctor Who. <gasps> oh, really? He was? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Why didn't I know that? He reminds me. Have you guys seen Adventure Time? He reminds me of the lemon. Yeah. Unacceptable. Yeah. Super annoying. I did not like him. Yeah. Well, he's the glass joke. I did. I I did not like that. It was. It wasn't. It was like comic relief. A hundred percent. It was comic relief. Did anybody laugh at that? No. My mom might have. But. Well, Maybe it's just like it's kid. like one of those. It's like a. It's like skit humor. It's like, and we'll have this guy. Mm-hmm. You, when you say your line, say it really high pitched. Yeah, I feel like his role was so unnecessary. And the yeah, and even towards the end of the movie, how they summed that all Brought up. Back I was, around. I was like, come on. I, I, like, <laughs> well, like uh, that. The last, the last scene of them, like of all the well, musketeers. Come, yeah, no, we can't. Yeah, we can't talk about the last scene. <laughs> the last scene where like talk about he it, drops yeah. the ring and Bruce Willis looks at it. <laughs> <laughs> 
listen to me, little pimple. That is <laughs> that is a direct quote from Oliver Platt towards yes. D'Artagnan. We'll see. I I laughed at that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I like his like running joke too. If he has all this stuff from these people mm-hmm. that don't exist, the sash was given to me by the Queen of America. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And uh, what and he, he said that this axe was given to me by the Tsarist of Japan. Yeah, yeah, the Tsarist of Japan. <laughs> Sweet. I don't know. I don't know if any of that stuff's real or not, but I thought that was cool. Uh, no, it's not. That's why it's funny. Oh, really? Can we crap on a Dart Dartatian or? Debactation's uh, dialogue. Every, Cut on. We, we, can, we've been doing that all means. night. Yeah, can we can we do that more? I, I like that, especially when he Did, first meets Oliver. Chris, Platt. do you have any more lines? Um, I guess I should have wrote this down. The only other line I have is "Beauty and danger are the same thing." Beauty and and I, was, I wanted to know: thing. Do you guys agree? <laughs> yes. I will say too, at this point in the movie, too, because we all start to really get to kind of know the Musketeers. There's Kiefer, who's kind of the wise but tormented soul because of something in his past that we learn to find that we come to find out. There's uh, um, Charlie Sheen, who's Aramis. Big, well, it, okay, I don't know. If go you're go ahead, go ahead. But I, I'm never gonna remember Charlie uh, Sheen's character. is Voldemort. just a medieval version of him <laughs> of himself. I was, I was waiting for him to say winning. What about uh, his introduction? Aramis's introduction, or Charlie Sheen's introduction. When, like, he's like, what the heck? He's like sitting on a bed with a woman, like reading the Bible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, what? Yeah, gross. it was so weird. That was typical. Hey, it's character introduction 101. <laughs> sure. We learn he's, he's religious, but also hasn't read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> he was a student of the Cardinal. And he's, I, was, he's, I was waiting for him to be like, drugs? Are you in for it? Drugs? Just to reprise his Ferris Bueller role. Oh, yeah. During that whole scene, literally every one of his dialogues, it's he plays the it's same character. It's just Charlie Sheen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how we do. But we get to find out that his character traits is that he was like a priest or something in training, training yeah. seminary, and he's also a, a ladies' man and uh, knows poetry. And then we meet Oliver Platt's character, Poop Tates. And uh, he, he Partagones. What's Port, his name? Patagons. Porthos. Are you Port serious? Porthos. It's Porthos. It's Porthole. Anyway, so he, you guys are killing me. He goes, he's the funny one, <laughs> but also a woman, ladies' man, and he's Inspector Gadget too, because he's got these weird like gadgets. That I he wrote uses. that down. What? I don't understand how like a a tri blade dagger, which don't explain to that to me anyways, how that snaps a sword in half. Also, He's like, why Aha! why <laughs> does he have that? Why is he the only one who has Because those? movies. He got it from Guys, we refer, we're forgetting the animation. It says Disney at the beginning of the movie, okay? He got so the, he got it from the presidentess of Portugal. Ah, uh, makes more sense. I found it. I'm looking through the quotes and I found another uh, D'Artagnan classic. Uh-oh. Uh, let's drink to love, which um <laughs> let's drink little, to love. No, it's all for one. You gotta sing. You gotta say it in his just disgusting voice. The poor idiot. Let's treat to love. <laughs> <laughs> the poor idiot married her, says Athos, and D'Artagnan responds, "Isn't that what people do when they fall in love?" Fall <laughs> 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 in love. I like that. I like your delivery better. <laughs> all right, but let me ask this, guys. Serious question. Serious question. Am I a dork for thinking that these three musketeers are cool? Because I thought they were pretty cool. They've got some pretty sweet capes. 
I thought they were kind of cool. I thought they were kind of cool. I thought they were really cool. I mean, who's the best kisser, though? Hold on. I mean, in a weird uncle sort of way, they would be cool uncles. The man from uncle. In a weird way. They felt they felt like D'Artagnan's uncles, basically. They were just like, hey, you mm-hmm. want to hitch along for a fun adventure? We were trying to kick him out. It's like, it, go home, kid. Those guys are really, really cool. Um, oh, there's another character I want to talk about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, there's Do a it. character I really want to get your opinion on. Because we're bashing the mess out of this. Let keep on going. <laughs> Because as a kid, I thought this guy was a joke. <laughs> but King Louis. Yes. Oh, you oh mean Joan Cusack? <laughs> the kid. You say what? John or Joan? Joan. Yes, definitely. It's Joan Cusack. He looks just like John, Joan Cusack in this movie. He does a little bit. It's, I wish he had her voice. Even as a kid, it was just I awful. I want everyone to know. I am the queen, uh, the king. Sorry. I'm the king <laughs> Of is this France, Paris? I'm the king of Paris. Listen now, king of Paris. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> They're really, really cool guys. <laughs> I'm the king. Okay, guys, guys. So for real, what is a freaking musketeer? I have no idea. Okay, I so, watched the whole movie. So in- at least once present day and once as a child okay so they in civilization are a special unit that are you provided by the french and for everybody listening to this podcast that just got that i appreciate it <laughs> these are their stories it's dun, a, dun. <laughs> <laughs> literally they're just king's guard okay that's it who are musketeers they're king's guard king's guard but, but they're also like cool, really cool. like you have to earn the title of musketeer because they were like really good fighters mm-hmm. with a sword like better than your average Joe, which why would you disband that? We'll get into the history, so, the actual history. Oh, later, did they not carry muskets? I know. No. <laughs> okay. I don't why? think they did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that just makes sense. You put a musket with a musketeer, the, the musket carrying musketeers didn't muskets. Uh, did they have um, mice with them? <clears throat> hey, did anyone else catch when uh, D'Artagnan was about to get hanged? How? <laughs> They had the dwarf holding the measuring stick to mm-hmm. measure. <laughs> and then somebody else had to come up and like mark the stick. Yeah. That was actually pretty slick. I was I was like, oh man. Yeah. And really, really cool. <laughs> the visual effects were decent, I thought. Like, yeah. They're all practical because CG effects? didn't exist back yeah. then. That was another thing they didn't have in the nineties. Except yeah. the have next you heard year. Of, there's when, a there's a pretty decent movie called Star Wars. <laughs> and there's a and there's a pretty well, good the movie. the same year as this one, there it's was all... Jurassic Park. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, hey, they... So one of my favorite exchanges between Dar- was when D'Artagnan met Porthos. And uh, D'Artagnan pimple. is like, well, actually, yes. Is the mighty who? And Porthos is like, don't tell me you've never heard of me. And D'Artagnan is like, the world's biggest windbag? <laughs> yep. I was, I, I actually wrote that one. I said, is windbag supposed to be an insult? <laughs> Chicken chaser. Hey, little pimple. Meet me behind the Luxembourg at one o'clock and bring a wooden, long wooden box. You bring, bring your own. Your own. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't need to read it. I already knew it. Tell me how many times I've seen this movie. Porthos laughs. I so I've just remembered the first time I've ever watched this movie was about halfway through. So I this was the first time today that a I've notor- actually seen a the movie. A notorious Kyleism. Yeah, watching movies starting from halfway. So Harrison, what else you got for us? All right. So at this point in the movie, we get unveiled the 
plot, I guess, the main point of the movie. Because <laughs> like they introduce all these characters, and now you finally like, there's a reason that it's all happening, I guess. Because we find out like, hey, the Cardinal's a bad guy, yeah. and he's about to. I'm trying what? to remember. I think the main oh, character because, of this was the Cardinal. Honestly, he's they definitely followed, the main antagonist. They followed yeah. him more than they did. We actually D'Artagnan. Honestly, we actually missed this point because, like, when they when they all meet to do the duels, mm -hmm. they leave, and D'Artagnan's there, and he like charges Captain yeah. uh, Captain Throat Cancer. <laughs> um, oh gosh! And then he gets knocked out, and he becomes a prisoner, and then that's how he found finds out about. The the plot to kill the king. Seriously, it was yeah, that was <laughs> okay. Poorly. So it's so Mary Sueish, isn't it? What does that mean? What Mary Sueish? Oh, you know what a Mary Sueish? No, you're. you're I'm a film guy. guy, and I don't know you're what it means. You're a film guy. Give me your break. What? Hey. So for everybody who's seen The Force Awakens, <laughs> uh, oh gosh, oh yeah, Ray is a Mary Sue. It's where everything goes right. Oh okay. Like like the most. Improbable things are happening to this person oh, just because I, of story purposes. I did. I did say. I did make a note that there's that this movie relies uh, so much on ex machina. Mm -hmm. Like for it, sure, something has to happen. It's just divine intervention that right. things happen. And it, like, because I mean, for me, D'Artagnan is the main character. Yeah. No matter how bad his lines are, his delivery <laughs> is, because because he's there to join the Musketeers. He gets knocked out. He finds He keeps the story going. Yeah, he finds out the plan. He eventually meets up with the Musketeers again, gets the plan going. Hey, this is what's going to happen and so, so forth. He sees his plan. I did not get this. And I'm watching the movie. My eyes are on the movie screen. Mm -hmm. I follow. And then what happens is he sees through a crack a conversation <laughs> between the Cardinal he sees through a door crack a conversation <laughs> with the cardinal. That's, that's a what he is. A private conversation behind quote unquote two quotes unquotes a closed door conversation. Mm -hmm. He's a prisoner. Yeah. How close is that prison to that he, private exactly. conversation? Where are the guards protecting Mary this room? Sue. What is a Mary Sue? <laughs> he wasn't even but. He wasn't even behind. He wasn't listening to through a cracked door. He was just behind a pillar in the dark. Yeah, you're right. Oh, like I'm, it was that wide. And, I thought it was like through a cracked door. No, it was in the exact same room. He yeah. was just like hiding, no soldiers around. Literally around. hiding behind a pillar. Yeah. And oh my god. And then gosh. Captain Throat Cancer yeah. comes up and he's like, Wah. no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. So at the beginning he though, he like Captain Throat Cancer like walks like towards him, and the guy's like, oh, better go to the other side of the pillar and so he just kind of like nudges his way a little closer <laughs> to the conversation I'm like come on and then yeah wasn't there no, did we can keep going throughout the entire movie with d'artagnan and just saying like <laughs> how well, how and why would this happen why yeah. is was, it set up like was this? it another plot hole that he didn't know who the lady was the second time he met her no he, because well, he you got, never see her because she's like she has a hood on yeah he only saw yeah. one side he was, of her she was facing him though no no, no she, he said he, her she was her back like his okay, pov right, showed right. showed her back gotcha gotcha yeah interesting um speaking of de winter um she's got huge tracks of land <laughs> i feel like like the whole Walt scene Disney. with them like uh catching her and executing her Mm -hmm. Spoilers. That took <laughs> such a serious well, turn. The plot seemed to really screech to a halt for that. And mm -hmm. it's is necessary. Like, it was necessary to the plot. Yeah. But I feel like they could have sped it up a bit. Sped it up a little bit. Now, trivia. Um, this is the first Disney movie to feature a suicide in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Ever. Getting real. What was the second? 
uh, Finding, Finding Nemo. Nemo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, what about Inside Out? When, like, uh, the imaginary yes. elephant dude. No, don't ruin it oh for me. Oh, my gosh. I haven't seen it yet. What? Are you serious? Listen. It's your fault, man. Listen. It's, yeah. it's been out for years. There's if you that. haven't seen it by now, you obviously don't care enough. Um, she says this line when she's talking to him. And he says, like, with one snap, of my, she's got, like, her knife oh on gosh, his groin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's like, it was a pretty sick line. What does he say? He's like, you're, uh, with one snap of my fingers, the guards will be in here and execute you. Or and with a thick of my wrist, I can change your religion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but what does so, that mean, guys? <laughs> so, you know what the funny part about that is? I was going to bring that up specifically, because as a kid, like... <laughs> Like, he laughs in the movie, and I remember my parents laughing, and I was like, ha, 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 I don't get it. <laughs> so what is... Well, huh. uh, go ahead. He becomes a eunuch, no. I guess, is that what we're saying? Yeah. She's yeah. just going to be like... Good for him. I, how about, we need to recut that scene. She's like, <laughs> one flick of my wrist, you can, I'll change your religion, and then it's losing my religion by R.E.M. <laughs> Played over the rest of it. Oh, the the rest I of found, the movie. I I actually found this funnier as an adult. I don't know. The movie, you really? Yeah, it's not even necessarily because I didn't get it. It's that I just didn't appreci- appreciate like things like delivery. Can we all agree that this movie is not a kids movie? Okay, I was about to ask, yeah. what age range is this for? It's for the dads. It's a hard drunk. R. <laughs> The amount because of cleavage in this movie, man. I know. There's, <laughs> that, one, there's that one shot of like D'Artagnan sleeping and then it pans over yeah. to her chest. And to it's the like, bazoomboos. <laughs> whoa, why? What is whoa, it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Walt Disney, come on. This is a Disney film. But at the same time, I saw this as a kid. I was probably like six when I saw yeah. this movie. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> you're, you're like, where are the Two <laughs> girls. Blink one eighty two. Get out of there, D'Artagnan. <laughs> My point Similar. being is, I saw this as a kid, and I was not scarred. I wasn't scarred by this movie. Like I, I wasn't paying attention to those things. Yeah, that's that a lesson. Age, all right, parents, we all watched this at kids. We didn't get it. Just let your kids watch whatever they want. They're adults, for God's sake. Saw five. <laughs> Go ahead and let them watch it. You know? <laughs> Why not? This is a Disney film, guys. So it's what? like. What, 10 years old? Is did, it, I this, guess? did this come out before Toy Story? Yes. Yeah, it's like by a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Toy Story was in production during the middle of Toy Story was 95, right? This movie is not a hard R, but it is a hard early 90s movies. It, movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't quite mm-hmm. match the movies that are going on at the same time. Yeah. So, uh, so the plot. Yeah, what's what? going on politically here? Because I, I didn't quite okay. get that. Like, like to, to in, in the movie? We're not doing. We're saving history for the end. History for the end. What's going on in the plot? Okay, in this movie, we have <laughs> we have the cardinal playing the puppet master yep. to the king. Got it. Because the king's like twenty four. He's like a little kid like as far as kings 15. are concerned. He's like, excuse well, me, sir, <laughs> Mr. Cardinal. Can I be king today? <laughs> he's like, can I make one decision? <laughs> he's like, Mr. Cardinal, I don't want my birthday party. He's like, excuse me, sir, my name is Jung King. I mean, oh, you know king. what? Of Paris. Actually, I want to know exactly what you think I should be doing here. And I was in School of Rock, and my brother is John. And that's my best Joan Cusack impression. 
No. It's not very good. Okay. Was, was, I want to come to his defense real quick because <laughs> the very, very first scene that we see of Louis, he's like smacking the cardinal around. He's like, I'm king. I, he was pretty you, cool in that first scene. Yeah. Actually. It's like he looked like he's got like this doughy face with like the most ridiculous looking hair. And he's like, no, please stay. Listen, Cardinal, you are an idiot, and don't you dare try to go behind my back and blah blah blah. And it was, and, you, and then it was like, dang, well, look at this king go. And the rest of the movie, he's just I re- like, I really well, maybe I I she changed you. his religion. Oh my! <laughs> I really do was, like. Uh, I, I really love that scene where um, uh, the king comes up to him again later on. It's like I've been hearing some rumors about you, and <laughs> the the cardinal basically responds by. Telling him. the whole plan, yeah. and he's like, oh, "That sounds that sounds stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid." Now, he's like, you're such a cool guy, Colonel. <laughs> you know what? That is a little far fetched. Maybe you're right. I had a question. I bet they're saying that I hit on every woman in this movie too, right? I bet they say that I'm really creepy. Oh, because at that point he had already been in the bathroom with the queen. Like, in the bathroom with the really queen is my favorite Smiths album. Yeah. He's like, I had a prior engagement. Mm. What was so what, that? What was your question? Uh, was Queen Anne? What was the relationship with uh, King Louis and Queen Anne? She were was they sis- brother and sister. No, or no, were no. They just like no. She's from arranged Aust- marriage. It was arranged marriage. She oh, was from okay. Austria. I didn't. Uh, pick, I was really confused. That, that tells you how good their chemistry was. <laughs> yeah. Are they in the same? Oh, they're they're in the same room at the end. No, and in the beginning too. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. him, her, and the cardinal mm-hmm. were all together, and but then there was like. Some type of relationship. It was so awkward. Yeah, I man was... and wife. All right, let's move it along a little bit. Uh, by this point, we've seen about fifteen horse chases. Um, so there is a king. Uh, there is a queen. Who's the blonde lady? There's a peasant. Yep, there's a peasant. There's one or two. And his the... name is Erwin Letter. I I did I did I was start there is so many things that are repeated in this movie mm-hmm. that I was starting to get like I said there's a lot of horse chases there's a lot of creepy scenes with Tim Curry constantly speaking into people's ears there's and, horrible one-liners yes yeah every time are. every time Oliver Platt kills somebody or punches somebody he says like something or he goes at the camera he goes ah <laughs> this is I've told you I was a pirate this <laughs> is the, <laughs> This is the gas station remake of Princess Bride. I've concluded. Ouch. (laughs) Honestly, though, the humor-wise... Explain the gas station part for me. (laughs) Because they make crappy movies. Have you ever tried to buy a movie at a gas station? Oh, gas gas station pictures. Gas station movies? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Brought to you by Shell. Anyway. Coming coming to an ocean spill near you. (laughs) (laughs) More like Water World. Yeah. I was actually going to reference that. Uh, Chris O'Donnell is exactly the same character in Batman and Robin. The weird, moody, weird dude. He's, I've concluded, his character is just super moody. Every now and again, he was like, he was like, he's like a teenager. Like, oh, come on, guys. He's like Luke Skywalker (laughs) at the beginning of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Like, Listen, and all the way through Star Wars. In the daytime, he was like playing along with the jokes, and then at night, he was just like, "Leave me alone! I'm too cool for you." I was like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> they're they're a winch's looking man." 